Welcome to Coffee Podcast. I'm Ali. And I'm Emma. And each episode, we pick a short story to listen to while we drink our morning coffee. So today, it's Alison's turn to pick a story. So what have you chosen? I picked a new one that we got, which is A Hospital Birth, a story by Melissa Bates from the anthology Out of Place. And today, it'll be read by Alini Schumacher. I'm here for a procedure. Three nurses look at me in synchrony. Mild interest, faint hostility, mild disinterest. What kind of procedure? For weeks I've held myself together like an armful of oranges, but they spill and go rolling all over the polished linoleum of the hospital corridor. An induced labour my husband says with a new belligerent tone, holding me upright under the arms. My collapse is met with briskness. A midwife leads me by the elbow through corridors, teeming with signs of imminent or recent birth, a nightmare scape for someone with a belly as small and unpromising as mine. We'll put you in here, she says, tucking me out of sight. We don't want to upset the other ladies... Later, once labour is well underway and I'm begging her for pethidine, she mutters, I didn't become a midwife to go through this sort of thing. My other children were born at home, under water, with music playing and candles burning. When it's over, I gaze at our dead child, who resembles a miniature alien an alien whose body is incompatible with life on Earth. Oh, says the midwife, wistfully. It's a boy. So that was Ali's pick for this podcast episode. We actually received a batch of recordings last night and... I also picked this one. It was one of my first choices. So similar taste. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's just, it's such a powerful story that I can definitely understand. Like, yeah, for me, I got that new batch of stories and it was definitely one of the first ones. I was like, we have to talk about that one. It's too good not to. Mm. Sad and depressing, but Mm. too good. (laughs) Well, I think you really hit it. It's really powerful yeah it's a very quiet story and the writing just flows and takes you in but it's it's quite moving oh yeah and I think it's this is an issue I feel like I've been learning a lot about in sort of maybe the last six months you know because I saw some studies recently that people are um, studying cases of PTSD from women who have had traumatic births mm. and and finally actually starting to really talk about the very, I think, unique trauma that can be miscarriage and, and stillbirth mm. and 
particularly with late term where like you you're still carrying this thing inside yes. you which you know you may have already fallen in love with and you may have already imagined and mm. hoped for and you've already nurtured yeah you've already got all those feelings and and all that love inside you and having to like lose it without even meeting um you know and i i thought the the way she described in the story about being incompatible like mm. was so kind of perfect because i think particularly with stillbirth sometimes it's they'll still be inside like they'll still be alive mm. while they're inside you but however they've been formed they will never be capable of living outside mm. of you yeah so the concept having to come to terms with that knowledge of knowing that if they never had to kind of leave you that they would never die yeah mm. and how you would deal with that i cannot even imagine no um what i really valued about this story and how it was written was how the birth was treated with the same importance and value as other births. So it said, we're here for an induced labor. We're here for a procedure. The story's called a hospital birth and it is treated like a birth. It's even though the nurses try to tuck her out of sight and try to make her feel like it's different. She's still undergoing this experience and it's still really important to treat it as a birth. Yeah. Well, if that's what the mum would want. Yes. Well, that's, I, I don't think I've, I've yet kind of figured out what I think about that last line. So I did, I really want to ask you like that moment of the nurse saying like, oh, it's a boy and like what that really means like because i see it from the nurse's perspective is that just when you're just trying to say something Mm. but i can't tell if that's a nice thing to say like would that comfort you Mm. by identifying it more by giving your baby more features more Mm. of a concept of who he would have been Mm. Or would that just make it worse? Yeah. I think I think this area is really problematic because you want to honour the mother's intentions yeah. and you want to respect what she is going through. And if to her this is a baby, this is a potential yes. human, this was a person that she loved and wanted to see grow up then that comment of it's a boy could be comforting like yes value the the personhood of this being but you know you don't want to go cross into the other line of forcing personhood on uh, fetuses that didn't share that intention and I think that's when it comes down to you know the woman's autonomy and choosing what she wanted to happen and respecting that but with the mother in this story it sounded like you know this was a lost child yes so to treat it accordingly 
you know, is kind of the best thing you could do in that situation to honor her wishes. Yeah. Yeah. So I really valued that the writer was kind of sharing that experience and not and showing how society could treat it otherwise as though it it doesn't carry the same weight as if it was a young person or something like that when to the mother you know it did it was a traumatic experience it was an experience of loss of someone she loved yeah so I found that very powerful and important to talk about yeah as a society like we often don't talk about miscarriages and they happen all the time yeah and people don't talk about it and it's an experience that so many women share and it should be discussed it's a traumatic experience and and not knowing like giving people both room to deal with their grief but also acknowledging that for some people this may not be grief it may Mm. just be trauma Mm. you know and and what allowing people to like experience both of those and and not be judgmental about Mm. it and and I just, yeah, it's just so hard to know the right way to kind of deal with these situations. And and I think she's done a, a beautiful story just to even just bring a bit more awareness to it and um, allow more discussion about it and help both acknowledge that trauma of it, but also normalize it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think your point about judgment like not passing judgment Mm. is important because it's obviously a key part of the story as well with the nurses yeah, and their judgment of her and trying to put her out of sight to not upset the other mothers as if she doesn't count. Like I understand why you would do that. That's what's difficult as well though. Like is, is not even that one thing of, you know, because to be one of the other pregnant women in, in the ward that day and you can only imagine the fear that you would feel in yourself about like, you know, what if something happens? Like we're so close and and we're right at the finish line and, Mm. and, and being reminded of, of how everything can go wrong right in that moment where kind of you need to be ready and prepared yourself. Mm. So I kind of get it. But at the same time, yeah, like it makes it just that much more horrific Mm. to say like, we're, you know it emphasizes that sort of societal like these are things we don't talk about mm. yeah i mean what about upsetting her well yeah like, like it, it, she'd be upset seeing all these happily pregnant people yeah. as well um yeah so i think that judgment in the story is relevant yes even just that that line from the midwife of um you know i didn't sign up for this like mm. Oh, I don't so, know. So cruel. There was a description early on in the story that I think I'm going to remember now forever because it so acutely describes feeling overwhelmed or in grief or stress. The line, I was holding myself together like an armful of oranges. Yes. But they spill. It's the perfect encapsulation of what that feels like yeah that the tentativeness and the the sort of 
threat of overbalancing and like overchecking yourself and mm. just trying like, so hard to to hold them all. Yeah, and keep everything in mm. when even the I think it makes it it's a good analogy for that moment where like, you know, even the most mild comment from somebody just sends everything out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can see sometimes the other person's face and just going like, where did that come from? Mm. Mm-hmm. It could be the smallest thing and then yeah. that is what sets the first orange to fall. But that's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Just amazing writing. And now I think when when I feel like that or I see other people feeling like that, I'm just going to see them holding all the oranges they're trying to hold yeah. and that's the one that spills. It, 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 was, it was really powerful, that description. So that was A Hospital Birth by Melissa Bate. So you can find that in the Out of Place anthology on shortaustralianstories.com.au. And if you'd like to get in contact with us, we're on Facebook at Spineless Wonders. Stay caffeinated. Bye.